0: It's us! Hi! We're the podcasters.
1: It's us! Welcome to our podcast. I'm Rachel.
0: And I'm Sam.
1: We're the Sibs. And you're listening to Swift and Swigs with Sibs.
0: That's right. This is the podcast where a brother and a sister discuss two of their favorite things. Taylor Swift and Cocktails. Cocktails.
1: Every episode, we will choose a song from Taylor Swift's 200-plus song catalog. We'll each pair a cocktail with that song, and then we will break down our favorite musical mixology moments. Hey, Sam, are we ready for it?
0: I think we are. Hello, Rachel. Hi. We're rocking and rolling with episode 37. You just... Can you believe it?
1: took my hand and dragged me headfirst fearless into this podcast like i thought i was doing the intro and it sounds like you just intro us here we are
0: I, i'm just doing it i'm ready to go headfirst fearless into this episode with you
1: hey swiggies are you here too great well
0: mm-hmm. tune in everybody this you. is going to be the best episode we've ever done wow. yet Sam this is settled. our favorite song we've ever discussed what no no <laughs> I mean, it's it's a great song. Don't this is get. This It's a good wrong.
1: song. This is. just an imp- playing around here. This is an important song. Like this is an important. Song.
0: Oh yes, yeah. No, it's very important. But and we will we will get to that. I'm curious to know why you think it's important. We will get
1: to that, Sam.
0: Yeah. But yeah. I
1: need to, I need to ask you something. Okay. Have you been paying attention, to all this 112 biznatch that's happening in the Swift you-
0: world? yes you enlightened me a little bit on this 112 biznatch, and i've not been able to look away there right? are so many intricate connecting theories easter egging clowning happening with this 112 theory and because taylor is not currently on tour right now it's the only thing i can fully mm-hmm. mentally dedicate yeah. to so like it is it, it is consuming my taylor swift fandom brain
1: Okay, good. So you've been doing lots of research, so you can just, like, lay it out for me.
0: You want me to do the layout?
1: Go for it. You you seem confident.
0: Okay. So, like, I don't really know where to begin, but let's just say the number 112 is significant. Some fans have put together the realization that Taylor is choosing to release things 112 days between another release. Let me give you an example. It all sort of starts on the first day of the Eras tour, which was March 17th. Correct. Okay. Old exactly Patty's day. 100. What was that?
1: Oh, Patty's Day.
0: Oh, yes. That's why I'm wearing green today. Oh, gosh. Um, okay. Okay. No. So, tour starts on March 17th. Exactly 112 days later. We get Speak Now Taylor's version is released on July 7th. That's do the math, it's 112 days.
1: Coincidence!
0: I mean, that's in and of itself, it has that's nothing to do a with fact. anything. It's that's just a, a number.
1: Fact. It's just a number.
0: But then you realize another exactly 112 days after the release of Speak Now Taylor's version is when we're getting 1989 Taylor's version hmm, on October 27th. Very mm. interesting, right?
1: Another coincidence, maybe? I don't know. Give me more. Give me more. Very Sam.
0: specific that in between the start of the errors Tour and then Speak Now and then 1989 Taylor's version, there's 112 days. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you were to project into the future after 1989 Taylor's version is released on October 27th, exactly 112 days later is a Friday, and that would be... February 16th. Correct. And so, one thing that we're theorizing is that we will get a release on that date as well.
1: We're thinking Reputation?
0: We're thinking Rep. Yeah. But I would love Debut Taylor's Version to be next because I want to end with a bang and I want Reputation Taylor's Version to be the the final one, mainly because I'm just like not mentally ready for Reputation Taylor's Version. I really want Debut... Yeah. But we are thinking Reputation Taylor's Version is next mm-hmm. and that she'll finish with debut. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the 112. That It's interesting that, you know, Speak Now Taylor's Version is 112 days after the start of the era's tour and then 1989 Taylor's Version is 112 days after the Speak Now Taylor's version. I, I hope people are that.
1: picturing like uh, Matt Damon, Goodwill Hunting. There's a wall, there's a lot <laughs> the of chalkboard. The chalkboard. Yeah. Okay.
0: We are the Keep janitors. Going. Rachel and I are yep. the janitors. Yep. No, wait, no. We no. are the professors. No, wait, no. We are the dumb students who come into the classroom and see that somebody else has projected all these equations onto the yep. chalkboard. We are not yep. the ones doing the equating. No, no, We're the we ones are not. clowning. Okay. Right. Now, why 112? Like, why? let's say this is specific and Taylor's doing this on purpose. Why 112? Well, there's a number one and then there's the number 12. And this whole year since Midnight's, there has been this theme of a clock. And we have seen the image of a clock. And she has talked about the clock. The records form a clock. What do we have on a clock? The numbers 1 through 12.
1: She's a clock. It's a clock. It's a clock. It makes a clock. It can help you tell time. You didn't even mention... All the other 112 dates.
0: Okay, so fill me in on the the rest, because that those are the notes that I've taken down. I have more to say, but uh, fill me in on the other right. dates. What do you got?
1: Uh, so, uh, I know that fans have gone back and discovered that there were even 112 dates in between other albums. So, okay. from Lover's Release to Folklore.
0: Okay, so... I did a little bit of this math after Lover came folklore, right? Yes. Which wasn't 112 days. That was nearly a year later. Um No, so but, but there's like,
1: like okay. okay. No, but like it happens in segments of 112. So you can you can like segment at 112, 112, 112. Now there's other dates that that albums were released, but the date the release date was changed. Okay. okay. Um, and but so originally it, they would the have originally been originally it would have lined like up. Yes, okay. like like uh, all these like like red Taylor's version to uh, okay. All those. I things.
0: have I have something to say. I just did some math while you were chit chatting away. Okay. I have this website pulled up. It's called Time and Date com, and you can count days in between dates. And I counted the day that Lover was released on August 23rd, 2019. However, many days later is when we got the next album, which was Folklore, and that was 336 days, Yep. which is a factor of 112. So it was yes. like three times 112. Yes. Okay. So there's obviously some sort of significance here. Right. Coincidence? Absolutely, maybe. But this is Taylor Swift we're talking about here. This is a mastermind.
1: So, yes.
0: So, okay. No, I'm not done here. No, we're not done. I'm going to take you to a little song we got off of Midnight. It's called Snow on the Beach.
1: Mm -hmm. I know where you're going with this. Okay.
0: Yes. So in that song, there is a super random lyric. I've always thought it was kind of out of nowhere. But does Taylor Swift do anything out of nowhere? No. Never. The lyric, never. The lyric is, now I am all for you like Janet. And we're assuming she's talking about the song All for You by Janet Jackson. Yeah. I'm literally out of breath right now. Hang on. <laughs> just breathe.
1: It's all right. It's all right. Okay.
0: I'm just going to take a sip of my cocktail before we even get to the cocktail.
1: I won't peek at it. Okay. I'm just going to eat my orange because I was going to eat it.
0: So what she's doing in that song with that lyric is she's telling us to pay attention. Stay with me here. I'm she's with you, She's telling Sam. us to stay a penchant, pay attention to Janet Jackson's, not just the song All For You, but her tour... At that time, what, what year is this, 2001, and one, two maybe? It was early 2000s for sure. And Janet Jackson went on tour and to called it the All For You Tour. The All For You Tour began on July 7th. What is that date? That was the date that we got Speak Now, Taylor's version, right? That tour went all the way and ended on February 16th. That is 112 days after 1989 Taylor's version gets released, okay? That is super coincidental. Did Is this? I don't know. I don't know! So I think, we're thinking that Taylor was planting an Easter egg by telling us to pay attention to Janet Jackson's tour from like 20-something years ago. And something is going to happen on February 16th. This is so clowning. But yes. Okay. And then there's one other little factoid I have. During that tour, Janet Jackson's All for You tour, the opener for that tour was the band called
1: 112. 112. Stop it. it. I, 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 what, you cannot okay. make this up. Hats you cannot off. make this up.
0: I uh, and then I saw this 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 TikTok where the, she was like realizing all of this And here is where I struggle. Like, if this is Taylor Swift planting all these Easter eggs, we call her a mastermind. But, like, physically, how is that possible for her to have so much foresight? And But, like, all of the deep, random connections that lay it out in a line... You, you wonder, like, how does Taylor Swift have any time, or how does her brain work in such a way that she can actually, like, plan this out? Somebody answered, it's AI. It is all computer factored.
1: Factored?
0: <laughs> I didn't mean to <laughs> say it like that. Oh, drink every time Sam says turd. Um, that so, might be
1: a podcast first.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it surely won't be the last. Okay, I just don't know how she does it. Maybe it's AI. Maybe it's computer generated. Maybe it's factored. Maybe it's just Taylor Swift being a genius. What are your thoughts, Rachel?
1: Okay, so my thoughts are that this woman decided, I want to say, like, around Lover era. That, like, maybe she was like, when should I release the next thing or whatever. And in her mind, she was thinking like, oh, I guess, like she was like picking a date and just like, oh, it's 112. Like she she just like discovered that there was this like way that you could do every 112 days.
0: Also one plus 12 is... Is 13.
1: That, see, I didn't think the clock thing when you said 112. So I I immediately thought 13, but one plus 12 clock, whatever. So... I I have this mind. She just like has this like spreadsheet of the dates, and she's like. So whenever she's sitting around, like I'm going to release something, she's like, "It's got it. I wanted to. Wouldn't it be amazing if I could make that work within this thing? Because she's broken her 112, but only for like Paul McCartney and Adele. Okay, like she was going
0: to have a release 112 days after something, but it got moved back or moved forward because of an extenuating circumstance. And
1: she's like. Whatever, this is just for my own silly mind because yeah. I love a good number, you know. And, like, there are some pe- – like, a lot of people are like that. Like, I like that, too. Like, I I like things to be – numbers to be even sometimes or, like, whatever. Just, or I, I enjoy it when it, like, hits a certain number, right? Yeah. And I imagine this was, like, she thought she was doing it for her own enjoyment and then it just, like, kept working out and she was like, I should just make that a thing.
0: And she's like – They'll never know. They'll They're going to know. They're going to know. Are they Are going to know?
1: <laughs> How
0: will they know? Well, <laughs> some people have nothing better to do than <laughs> form their own spreadsheets, Taylor oh, Swift. I, I wonder if, the, if this was truly what her plan was. Does she ever or will she ever formally announce that and publish that or just let us all realize the genius that she is?
1: <sighs> that girl has with- so many secrets. I need to know all of them. <laughs>
0: So many secrets
1: says no one about me.
0: <laughs> it's fun to be a clown. Clowning, if you're not familiar, is when you dive deep into these ridiculous Taylor Swift theories. It's called clowning, and like you're being a clown when you deep dive and theorize on these things. And it's fun. It's fun. So put put our little red nose on. Put my giant ass shoes on. Call me a clown.
1: All right. Anyway, Anyways, we gotta
0: move on. But we gotta move that on.
1: This is so fun. This is this is like keeping Swifties busy until it's the next. It's keeping while the
0: Swiggies busy doing. too. They're like, is this? Isn't this? Um, yeah. Speaking of Swiggies, we just want everybody to know this episode we are recording in advance. We're doing a little secret podcast trick. Um, we're so and this, So this episode is coming out Friday, September fifteenth. This is well before that date that we were recording this. So if anything has happened recently. In the Taylor Swift world, and we're not talking about it. It's because we don't know about it yet. Okay, just prefacing that. So,
1: otherwise, you would hear it from us first, right?
0: Duh. Duh. Um, okay, Rachel. I, let's move yeah. along for this episode. What kind of new shit are you listening to this week? What you got?
1: Well, uh, like a basic girl that I am.
0: Nice, nice save. <laughs>
1: I, uh, I I am a I ha- have gone into the the summer I turned pretty oh. season two I um, guess is
0: your new shit Taylor Swift
1: so my new shit is not Taylor Swift I so I pulled up the playlist because I heard it's like heavy on Taylor Swift and leave Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo and I was like yes here for it mm. and you know I love both of those artists however this pl- t- this playlist is fantastic and there are so many other great songs on there. And I'm just decided to lead with the first one on that playlist because I love it and it has had a new like TikTok swing as like these songs came out 2016. See you again by Tyler the Creator. Oh. oh. I said okay 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 do get my infatuation and translate into another form of what you call it oh yeah, oh yeah oh yeah i ain't met you uh, this this waiting. one is fun it's, it's got a lot of that like okay 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 kind of stuff that i like my kids would like so yeah. this is a fun one but um it ha- what i love about a song i think i even like mentioned a song recently that has this like kind of like fast or like loud music and then it pauses mm. and then it kicks back in again mm. like i love a song like that it's just so fun yeah it keeps to, you on your toes to, like dance to and really get into so mine new shit is see you again by tyler the creator uh came out in 2016 or 17 or something like that so of course i didn't hear it because
0: yeah
1: i was boring then all right so that's what i got for you um you
0: Speaking of Olivia Rodrigo, that's another reason I need to preface the fact that we're recording this before oh, we actually right. have listened to Olivia. We, I know it's like out in the universe by the time this yeah. episode comes out. Obvi,
1: but the time you listen to this yet. episode, yeah. we have already found our favorite songs. Likely next week. Mm. I mean, I imagine both of us coming t- with our new shit. We got to pick our favorite song off the new album.
0: We'll see. What if we hate it and we don't yeah. want to talk about it at all?
1: Impossible. There's,
0: there's, it's possible, but okay, we'll no, find impossible. out. Impossible. No, my new shit this week. Is Lord actually? Have you ever Ooh. listened to Lord very much?
1: Oh yeah. Okay. I do.
0: So she popped up in my radar. I went
1: to her concert actually.
0: Wow, I had no idea. Accidentally. You were so cool. Um,
1: not accident, but like ACL. And so I was waiting for Pearl Jam, and ACL is in this like giant field, mm. and so she was on the stage behind Pearl Jam, or like. On the opposite of pearl jam while we're waiting for pearl jam and so we got to like hear her even though she wasn't on our list anyway it was fun okay was fun.
0: love that for you um mm-hmm. i i listened to her album melodrama which came out six years ago because my favorite youtubers uh emily and bonnie chats and reacts were are doing like a reaction to melodrama where they like break it down because they love lord and I thought, I've only listened to that album once when it came out years ago. So I went back and listened to that. Is that
1: like one of her first ones? or like It was her sophomore, sophomore album, kind
0: of like, I think. Yeah.
1: But when she was kind of like bigger.
0: Um, is she not bigger now? Is that
1: We Can Be Royals? Was that that no. one? No.
0: Okay. So that's, let me, that brings me to my next point. So her uh, debut album is oh, called Pure Heroin, which has Royals on it.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And that album I listened to quite a bit when it came out in like 2013. Um, and so I re-listened to that album, that's my new shit this week, because I forgot how freaking good, I almost said delicious, uh, (laughs) I mean, it's kind of delicious, it is delish, uh, that whole, that whole album is really great, and if I remember correctly, I didn't do my research on this, if I remember correctly, she was, like, 15, and she, like, produced this album, and she wrote this album, and it's, like, very high quality for a young woman, who she was at the time, um, What's a favorite song? If I'm gonna like include a clip in this episode, I would say my favorite song would be "Ribs." I love the song "Ribs." The drink you spill all over me. Though it's old, it's my new shit this week because I, I just put it on. So. Same s samesies. Samsies, Um shall we get into our swigs and our swift of the week?
1: Oh uh, yeah. I'm oh. ready to d- drag your no grab yeah. your hand.
0: She does Take say the word you. drag in this and it's like it gets me every time. Um and, yeah. Rachel, why it's this is your choice this week.
1: Yeah. What do we got? I I have I wanna give a story. Can I give a story before we uh
0: Once upon a time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I'm taking, this is why I chose this song this week. Uh, I'm taking Leo to school and we are talking about a book that had the word fearless Mm -hmm. in it. And I said, and we've been talking about being brave at school. And I said, Leo, do you know what? fearless means and he just kind of looked at me and he goes Taylor Swift? Yes!
0: You have raised him <laughs> so well.
1: Yeah. And then okay wait so that was actually when I was reading him the book and then I was walking him to school and then we were talking about being fearless. This is the point where I was walking to school. And I was like hey Leo you know what it means to go to school? It means you're fearless and he just looked at me and goes da 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 so leo leo picked our song this week fearless is the song it is the self title track it is the leading track of uh, is it the only album that has the first song is the name of the album
0: yeah it leads off the album it leads off the area era it is the title track it is and it, and it, 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 a movement. It, yeah,
1: it leads. I think it leads off the era is a really important thing to note. Um, yes. So we're gonna get into that and how that represents Taylor's era. Hmm. Hmm. But first, let's find out what we're swigging on for the Fearless song.
0: I'll go first because. I'm losing the fizz on it. So I need to like mm. start going and start sipping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so for the song Fearless, I took inspiration. Okay. So the whole like a lot of the song, she's dancing or she's like trying to imagine dancing or she's like wanting to dance. And there's this one lyric in the first verse where she just wants to like dance in the middle of the parking lot. Yeah. And <laughs> so that's the inspiration that I took. I, I thought yeah. about... yeah. Is
1: the name of your cocktail Yeah?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's um, in the middle of the parking lot. And okay. so I thought about uh, a cocktail that you would have in the middle of the parking lot. I thought about mm. tailgating or specifically tailgating perhaps. But like Correct. at a tailgate, at a, like a football game, you're probably drinking beer. So I made a beer cocktail. Love it love that for me so uh, it's sort of like a shandy which is just beer and lemon juice so I have a beer now it is a Oktoberfest beer because it is the season of Oktoberfest beers I added lemon juice and I also added ginger ale and it's just like because it's it's a golden color and that is like the fearless era so that's all it is, is Oktoberfest beer. You could do like a wheat beer would be really nice, um, lemon juice and ginger ale. And I'm calling uh, it in the middle of the parking lot because that's kind of what I want to drink in a parking lot, Taylor, Taylorgate session, and I want to dance. So
1: I, I'm like picturing you, Sam, like hanging out with your friends. They're popping beers and you're like, excuse me, let me just squeeze some lemon juice in <laughs> and let me just pour some ginger. Um, excuse me, uh, and- may
0: I please add some ginger ale and some lemon <laughs> juice to your Bud Light? <laughs>
1: As if that's just like so natural to do in the middle of the parking lot. Yes. No, but mm. I I love a good beer park uh, beer parking a beer <laughs> cocktail. Yeah. So you do. That sounds delicious.
0: It is. Cheers.
1: Ah, uh, your turn. Cheers. I I'm cheating a little bit this week because I've already shared this cocktail when I did my errands. Is this our first tour. repeat? No, this isn't a repeat for the show. For the, I mean, for the, for the
0: podcast,
1: okay. But I'm doing kind of what you do. where like, oh, this is a cocktail I've made before, and I just wanted to slide it right. Oh, now. I do. It's do not that a a new lot. invention. Yeah. So when I did the whole fearless album cocktail inspiration, this was the cocktail I made, mm. and because this song really represents the whole the album as a whole, I think I felt like it was appropriate. So to, I'm just to catch just
0: to catch people up. If you haven't uh, been listening. I don't remember how many episodes that was rachel does a reenactment uh or she did a reenactment in the form of cocktails from every era every taylor swift album even though they weren't specific songs which is what we do for our podcast she has done one for the album the era as a representation as a whole so that's so this is what you did for fearless yes
1: Correct. Okay. The word reenactment was really funny, as if I like did like a reenactment of the fearless album.
0: <laughs> well, you also do the like album cover reenactments, but that's, yeah, that's a whole a different ballgame. <laughs>
1: that's a whole other thing, yeah. which I've never done the fearless cover. I probably should soon. Sure. Uh, all right. Back to the cocktail. I call it the glow off the pavement. Ooh. So it's one of my favorite cocktails. It's a whiskey sour, but um, actually a gin sour or like anything sour so this is a gin sour because i really wanted to help the the golden glow of the the cocktail to come through although whiskey is goldeny whiskey is brown
0: but if you added yeah. like other ingredients to give it the glow you gotta want that clearness of the gin right exactly got it
1: so, um, this sour is made with pineapple juice mm. and lemon juice and a little, tiny little splash of vanilla mm-hmm. um the pineapple juice gives it i just want it gives it more of the golden kind of bright flavors vanilla, because I feel like this album as a whole is in this song itself is kind of like this really sweet vanilla-y vanilla y
0: vanilla like of. yuppie vanilla
1: no, like, like just like. Really sweet, okay. like, like I don't know, like cupcakey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's, you, you know what I mean? I totally like know that's. What you mean. Yeah. I wanted that like sweet, bakey flavor. Got you. Whatever. Okay. Uh, this is an egg white because this is sour so it has an egg white in it, which gives it the fluffy kind of cloud that would be there maybe when there's a storm mm-hmm. when you're dancing. Mm-hmm. And I added some edible glitter to this cocktail because... Oh, it's been a
0: minute since we've had some edible (gasps) glitter.
1: No! Well, Fearless Golden Era calls for some edible glitter. So... Yeah,
0: and even the album cover has some, like, sparkle situations
1: happening. Yeah. Yeah. So that is what I'm drinking, the Glow Off the Pavement, and you're in the parking lot. Cheers! Cheers! Sam, I think it's time for us to move into the spirit of the song before we get into the musical mixology of it and the Taylor twist of it all with the lyrics. Should I start us off with the spirit of Fearless?
0: I would love for you to. I think
1: I'm going
0: to. Drag me head first.
1: How many times are we going to use that one?
0: (laughs) That's not going to be the last. Okay. I
1: didn't think so. All right. I think of this song... As what you would want love to feel like. Mm-hmm. The Fearless album is when Taylor, this is her, like, what you call a sophomore album, okay? So she's 19. This is, like, her first, like, really big album after debut. And after she's been introduced into the world, she's becoming really popular and she really, like, really starts to grow after this album. And She's singing similar to debut. She's she's writing and singing these songs about love and these dreamy ideas of what a teenager has. She's never actually been in love. She's never actually had a serious relationship up to this to point. To our
0: knowledge, right? I don't think she's ever admitted this, but it's sort of like we get the impression right. that she well, hasn't. Right. Well,
1: and she really herself said she wrote this song as an idea of what would be the perfect first date
0: right like it's not about a specific person that and a specific experience that she had it was just like kind of projecting this imagination into the form of a song
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah and yeah
1: and i think it's a really interesting follow-up to picture to burn because she started that song with uh it's not my, didn't get my perfect fantasy. And so right. we know right off with that song that she does have a fantasy of what she thinks love is. And that's what I think this whole song is about. It's about her imagining what it would be like to fall in love. And I mean, we're going to get into it to the lyrics, but I just think it's funny. Like, I, I wish I understood why girls have this idea that, like, have this like thing with kissing in the rain like it it, it it's like it's like this whole notion of I, as, as you listen to all this I just feel like like I could have named this song like this this feels like such an easy trope of like nervous girl and the boy that takes her in and then they're free and care like carefree in the parking lot anyway so it, yeah. it, it's like very accurate and I could very much relate to it. <laughs> so, 41-year-old woman going back like, oh yeah, that's exactly what I thought love was going to be like.
0: Hey, I can also relate to being 17, 18, by the way, you said she was 19. She was actually 18 when the album came out, so she okay. was writing these songs when she was 18, 17. Right. So being that age, I can remember also wanting and, and fantasizing about what it would be like to be so in love Etc, etc. And that's sort of just a natural feeling you get when you're a teenager, you might be in love with your then boyfriend, but it's not like, I don't think, not always deep love. And I think that's like what she's really trying to find. And that's what she's singing about. Um, This song is another example this is kind of more suited for lyrics, but it, it is the spirit as well. It's another example of a song where she's has doubts and is a little hesitant about a new love. Mm-hmm. And we have covered this topic on several songs in the past. Yeah. where the, the songs that we've discussed at least where this is a similar theme is Enchanted and Gold Rush and sparks fly and in those three songs we talked about this theme that she has where she's like really wanting to go for it but she's super nervous and hesitant and resistant and doubtful and like this is another sort of example of that i think it's a common theme that we get in a lot of her songs especially those earlier songs when she was new to the dating world and new to love and she was hesitant you know So it's hard hard for us to
1: imagine this confident woman that stands on a stage in front of 70,000 people, like night after night after night, with just the like the sweetest grin on her face. That she would actually be reserved.
0: I mean, yes, but so much has changed in the decades. I mean, we're literally technically three decades, a a third decade. So this was written in the two thousands and released we're, in the 2000s. We're
1: three decades. Then oh we had,
0: that's girl. one decade. Then we had the 2010s was another decade. Now we're in the 2020s is the third decade. So a lot of time has passed and she has grown and matured to become so much more confident. Seemingly. But
1: I'm so anyways, weird. we digress. Yeah. Okay.
0: So that's the spirit tapping into the musical mixology of the song. I love the sound of the song and it's uh, it's a really great way to lead off of the album. We talked about this many episodes ago where the first track is important, the second track is important, and the third, et cetera, et cetera, as far as a way for her to, like, navigate the energy of the album. And this being an opening track is a great choice. I like how it starts with a snare drum. It's very iconic. It's just a, a slap of the snare yeah. drum. And then we get the guitar and the mandolin and the banjo. And those instruments are very driving throughout the the song um there's a moment i i think it's around the bridge or it's like after the bridge when it like gets slow and quiet but then the instruments just like keep it going keep it going so just when you think that it's getting like dull it keeps it going and i i think the instruments are great in this song
1: um, yeah, I noticed that, too, that, like, I called it a banjo twinkle. Like, it's, like, yeah. this banjo twinkle of yeah. innocence. And she's, like, it's the moment where she's kind of talking about, like, what she wants to do. And then, then the like, the big rock swell is just, I, I get this feeling of her just being, like, F it, I'm going for it. Like, Like, yeah. just. Like, here we go. You know, it's just like dragging her in. And I, I love that the music can kind of align with like probably how she was feeling, like butterflies in her st- inside and then just like going for it because you just have to do it.
0: Yeah. And um, it's great because we have these country instruments, um, as in the banjo, as in the mandolin, as in the guitar. There might be like a fiddle in there, too. But it's still like a rock beat. And that's a very specific Taylor Swift sound where she has these country roots, but she also uses a little bit of rock and a little bit of pop influence, and she just combines all the sounds together. This is a really good example of that.
1: I felt like it Um, was one of my biggest surprises at the Eras tour, because I don't think of her as a rock artist. You're right. And... I have such a strong memory of the transition from Archer into Fearless, and how she had her uh, solo guitar guy do this, like walking the entirety of the stage, um, playing like like uh, this rock and roll transition. And now, Sam, you didn't know what was coming next. Did that give you a clue as to what era it might be?
0: No, I, I, I had no idea until that snare drum hit. Yeah. And then,
1: and then she just like arrived in her like yeah. noodlely swirly dress.
0: Noodlely. That's what people called it. Describe the fashion.
1: Well, people called um, it the noodle dress because it looks oh, like
0: it just had like fringes and stuff. but it, were, I guess it was the color of pasta.
1: Well, it was the fringy that there's like different yeah. kinds of fringe that she had each night. I had the noodly one. Maybe you, maybe you only had the fringy one, but
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, anyway, I just, I, I, and I love the like in this song, there's like one of those rock solos, which I just, I just think it's really cool. And I really enjoyed that aspect of, of this tour. We didn't get as much of it, I think as other tours that she's done where she kind of had more of that music that she played. We mm-hmm. we got less, because there's a lot of that in Speak Now, and we just yeah. didn't get many Speak Now songs, so, anyway. But
0: it's just a feel-good song, yeah. is it not? Yeah, it, yeah. It,
1: it really is. And she's adorable when she plays it. Like, you could just see her. Yeah. That was another thing that's so cool, is, like, you could see her kind of stepping back into that era again. Like, I'm going with you, I'm going back with you, and we're going to be... Like innocent again, and like just big smiley love story yeah, faces. Yeah,
0: she twirls a lot. She skips a lot yeah. in this song in this performance. She like,
1: yeah, she does this like shimmy.
0: Yeah, she definitely works that noodle dress. Yeah, um, so cute. She does the iconic like hand heart. Yes,
1: thing that's right. During this song, that's in that one, so cute. Yeah, yeah, Aww, very cute. cute.
0: Fun song. Uh, all um, right, let's let's so, get into the lyrics. Rach. Yeah. Taylor Swift with a twist. Yeah, I gotta pull up these lyrics here
1: so there's something about the way the street looks when it's just rained that's how she starts there's a glow off the page she loves the
0: rain lyric
1: this is the era of the rain okay i mean we get it oh, yeah, a, lot, get a of lot, lot of other albums rain yeah but there's uh it's heavy and fearless so this was yes. like a trope that she was really exploring during this era. She's she's romanticized and kind of she, she romanticizes rain in various ways. Good and bad, yeah. I think.
0: Yeah, for sure. This time it's sort of good. It, we we get her singing there's something about the way the street looks when it's just rained there's a glow off the pavement. Which, gl- glow is, she's implying that it's a good thing. Like it's glowing, it's beautiful, it's pretty, mm-hmm. and that sets the theme of the song. Is that yeah, and this I think is going it's going to be a positive, happy thing.
1: I, I, I always think about like she's she's that's like such a very specific detail, and you know that she notices those kinds of things.
0: Mm. And I
1: think that you even like when you're in love, everything is heightened, you know. And so like just noticing that like she's just noticing everything around her and you'll find out later that she wants to remember everything and this is like a way that she like does that
0: now i'm just gonna like brings this up here you you think she's in love but i don't think she's in love with this person yet that she's singing about because she's it's like the first time they kiss and she's got butterflies I, i don't i wouldn't call it necessarily like she's in love but definitely, like, infatuated and in Okay, that's in a diffi- lust. that's a
1: better word. Infatuated. Yeah. Ench- yeah. Enchanted, if you will.
0: Enchanted, if you will, and we will. Yes.
1: <laughs> and we did.
0: And we did. Uh-huh.
1: You walk yeah. me to the car, and you know I want to ask you to dance right there. Here's your turn to drink in the middle of the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so in a stolen version, not Taylor's version, when she says, yeah, it's so cute. And you lose it in Taylor's version. It's more, the original version is like definitely more twangy. And she has a lot more emotion when she sings, yeah. So you'll have to go and listen to it. Maybe I'll insert a clip and you'll know what I'm talking about. In the middle of the parking lot.
1: I do think it's important for us to make sure we note those differences um, as we move along in some of these Taylor's versions.
0: Yes. Moving on. Let's drive down this road, Rachel.
1: Always in a car with this girl.
0: We're driving down the road. I wonder if you know I'm trying so hard not to get caught up now. I like the way that she syncopates this song. It's not very predictable, like, the beats and the, the words that she aligns with the beats, it, it's, it's a little just... It sounds unique. I really like that. I, I don't know I don't, if that makes sense. I,
1: I think it, it trips me up a lot. Like, it
0: does. It's, it's, it's sort of hard to, like, pre, like sing along to because it, it's... Uh, again, it's not predictable, which is smart. It's great.
1: Well, I think it's yeah. interesting because we talked about last week that... Um, no, two weeks ago with Out of the Woods, that, that was one of the first songs that she wrote to track... Mm-hmm. And I think that her ability to write to, like, write to a beat is better. I feel like early on she was kind of just jumbling words together that she wanted to say and was, like, hoping that they would. And and often they work. Sometimes I feel like I get lost in some of these, like, wordier songs mm-hmm. that I can't pick up very easily.
0: She says, um, I'm trying so hard not to get caught up now, which goes back to my uh, com- that my point of the theme of, like, she's resistant. She, like, doesn't think it's necessarily a good, good idea to fall yeah. in love or in lust or infatuation. Um, but, but he's just so cool, and he runs his hands through his hair, absentmindedly yeah, is- making me want you.
1: This is, like, very style for me. Because like of the hairline? The... Not, like, the
0: hairline. Not, like, the receding or the <laughs> yeah, non-receding hairline. Yeah. But the, the line about hair.
1: It's the road and the hair. Oh, okay? the road,
0: too. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, we get a lot of some driving going on in her songs. And this a one reminds of, me of style. Yeah. But the I, I really like that absent-mindedly making me want you. Because last week picture to burn that guy she realized loved himself more than her a guy that loves himself more than more than a girl is like intentionally like running his hands through his hair and is like check me out I'm awesome but this guy is just like brushing his hair away from his face like absentmindedly like not thinking not trying he's not trying too hard he's not trying to impress her and she's like swoon, mm-hmm. like like that, and I think that's what she likes. Think about the song with songs with Joe, like the other guys were trying. You don't try at all, though.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like,
1: like she's into these guys. But apparently, are- Joe didn't
0: try, and period, and that was <laughs> the issue. Have you heard the right. song "You're Losing Me"? I I don't I don't <laughs> remember if you've ever brought that up before. <laughs>
1: Don't yeah. make me cry.
0: Okay, now we got the chorus.
1: We got the chorus. Yeah. And I don't know how it gets better than this. Okay, that's a that's an interesting line because like, I, I think it's true that she doesn't know much at this age. She's like, I don't. Right. It couldn't get better than this, right? <laughs> and she's not
0: saying it doesn't get better than this. I think she's aware that it. Doesn't know might, how. But she doesn't yeah. know how.
1: She can This is this is the best fantasy she could come up with.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it just, it's like,
1: it's, it's telling, right? Well, and
0: it's like the deepest form of love that she can imagine feeling up to that yeah. point. Yeah. But Taylor, 2008 Taylor, it does get better than that for you. you you've sung about it getting better than that. So, yeah. but I like that she just doesn't know. And she's not I like... Assuming that it will or that it won't, she yeah. just doesn't know how it gets better than this. All right, take Rachel, my take hand. my hand and drag me into this next line.
1: Yeah, well, you take my hand and drag me head first, fearless. You know, if you're not careful as you read that, it almost sounds like you're you're dragging your he- head. Do <laughs> 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 you take my hand and drag my head? It is a <laughs> little
0: bit of aggressive, this line. <laughs>
1: Drag is a strong word.
0: Drag is very strong. I wonder if a drag queen has ever danced this song and capitalized off of that line like, right there.
1: What would be another, like, you take my hand and pull me head first? But I, I mean, I think
0: pull would be perfect.
1: But I, I don't think so. I think there's a reason it's drag. I think it probably has something to do with how it works take my hand and drag me. Yeah, you know, or. And
0: drag. Or she's resisting. And so it's more of a drag because, like, when you're dragging something, it's heavy. Like, it doesn't want to come with, maybe?
1: Yes. Wow. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, (sighs)
1: Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but with you, I dance in a storm in my best dress, Fearless. I wasn't always wearing my best dress right now am. I wish you were too.
0: Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> like we,
1: we did not show up in we our best dress. We're not best
0: dressed. dressed of the podcast today. No. I love this line. It. Mm-hmm. I remember listening to this song for the first time, and that's the line that caught my attention. In a storm in my best dress, fearless. Taylor sings about dresses a lot, but this line is less literal, I think, and more metaphorical, like wearing your best dress in a storm would ruin and damage that dress and I think she's saying like I don't know why I feel like ruining that it's like I just want to take a risk and wear my best clothes or you know be my best person for you but the storm is the idea of going into the relationship with this like it could be reckless it could be um dangerous so wet but that's just weird to say oh
1: sam
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll cut that oh, um, okay, yeah yeah do you have any thoughts on that line any other thoughts on that it's, line
1: well i mean it's at first it's interesting that you should say that because at first i'm just like it's very cute that she thinks this is like the wildest thing she could do is like put on a dress and dance in a storm because like i don't actually think if you're wearing your best dress a rain would kill it like it's just water
0: I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't have any dresses. I don't I don't know, but... Um, I mean,
1: I'm thinking about all the dresses that she wore when it, her concerts had storms. Did she get new dresses? Like,
0: I mean, probably.
1: Did, they get, did she, they get ruined?
0: I don't know if they got ruined. She did wear that dress in the Delicate music video where it's pouring rain.
1: Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, this is so reminiscent of Delicate. Mm. When she's dancing... In the rain. Like, she... I mean, that was very intentional. And I do think it's interesting how she went from the rain is done, like, the pavement after the rain, to yeah. dancing in the storm. So, like, in my mind, I was being really literal. Like, the timeline is off. Like, now we're back in the storm dancing. No, it's not Like literal, I really though. wanted her dancing in the storm. But I think you're right. Like, yeah. this is just, like... I would dance in a storm for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I would do, I don't know why, I, I don't understand this feeling, because this is new to me, but this, like, being fearless is new new to me, but this is what I would do for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. All it's, right. It's a great chorus.
1: We're back in the car.
0: Well, yeah, a lot of, lot, she's in the car for most of this song, or, or the car is a big part of this song. Um, car's a
1: big part of a lot of her songs mm-hmm. like
0: I <laughs> yes <laughs> pickup truck lap. last week i mean our song she was riding shotgun <sighs> here she is in the passenger seat and getaway car, getaway car, cornelia, car cornelia, street. cornelia street
1: i f- feel like we've i'm had, drunk uh, in uh, the back cr- of the car cruel summer uh, like it's different i mean yeah na- later getaway the girl car. is only ever is only ever in a car because she can't like walk around like other normal people. But poor thing. I I did think it was like did Taylor actually live in a one horse town? <laughs>
0: because <laughs> No no, like, no. No. She get, she never did, but um
1: I know. This is her fantasy. In the, her fantasy It's in a fantasy, yes. Totally. She lives in a one horse town. I don't remember she's still
0: country Taylor in this in this in this uh era I know. so she's I gonna know. be talking about horses.
1: Yeah. Has she ever but sung I, about I,
0: horses before?
1: White horse? Oh,
0: duh. Sorry.
1: <laughs> this is Fearless era. That's your era. Uh,
0: I should have remembered. Um, but
1: I, yeah. I, I did think, like, this time they're driving slow. This is not Reckless and Wild style without the lights on, okay?
0: It's sort of giving We're- red where she's driving her new Maserati down a dead-end street and this is a driving oh. s- well, that in red she's no. driving fast. No, but now no, they're driving slow, but they're gonna run out of road. I mean,
1: she drives Muzzard. She drives an all too well. See, I'm picturing more all too well. This girl is in the car a lot.
0: Yeah. Sometimes she's drunk in the car. In I the mean <laughs> we need to have an intervention because well, she is okay. she is dangerously it's in different. love. different. Oh
1: my gosh. We are naming a lot. Of-
0: we are so good. Remember when the first episode, we were like, what's that song? And what? the song was literally come? like Shake It Off or something. <laughs> like, what's the song where she's like haters and doesn't care? And now we can just pull out the deepest cuts,
1: uh, pat
0: ourselves on the Swifty back for that one.
1: We are growing up.
0: <laughs> are we? Um, never grow up. All right. Rachel, never do <sighs> it. Never okay. so sh- So they're driving slow. They're going to run out of road. They're in a one-horse town. It doesn't matter that there's no anything in this town. She wants to stay right right there in the passenger seat. You put your eyes on me. Okay, in this last line, sorry, I'm really skipping ahead. No, I'm
1: ready to go. Okay,
0: in -hmm. this moment now, capture it, remember it. Very fun to sing, okay? That is the third song in a row that we have discussed in our podcast that has picture themes i'm yes. thinking capture it like a capture oh i was of the thinking image. the same
1: thing yes mm-hmm.
0: last week was picture to burn literally the week before that when we did out of the woods you took a polaroid of us and that's another thing that we're gonna get yeah. i just think it's fun that three songs in a row we get this picture imagery
1: well, it just goes to show you those are themes that I think that she focuses on a lot. Like she wants to remember these moments. I said remember, remember this moment. moment.
0: I love that song, Shake It Off. I love it's so song. good.
1: <laughs> We're so
0: good off. at remembering
1: t- song titles. Uh, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I I, I like that. I, have I said this before? I think of this scene from The Office when they're getting, when Pam and Jim are getting married, oh, and I'm gonna cry. I know, and they like, they're like worried. Oh, yeah. The day keeps going wrong, and so they're yes, they're, yeah. They like, pretend to take a picture. picture. Yeah, and I've been that's been like a little thing I've always tried to do lately. So it's like in this moment. Now, like, capture it, remember it. Like you just it's,
0: and it's cute. Rather than like actually getting out your phone and taking a picture, just like right. mental image, and that's what she's singing about is just take a mental image, yeah. capture it and remember it for the memory. And it
1: was such a small moment, like you put your eyes on me, and that's what she wants to remember. Mm-hmm. Like that makes such a big meaning to her.
0: Okay, so we get another right. chorus. Um, yep, we sort of skipped a very important discussion. Yep. The word fearless is. the name of the song it's the name of the album (laughs) it's the name of the era we sort of skipped over that so let's talk about her word choice for the word fearless and what she's trying to imply by saying because i don't know how it gets better than this you take my hand and drag me head first fearless so you know you you explain to leo what fearless means why don't you explain to us what that means i mean not that we don't know but like how do you define no, fear And how does I Taylor think it's define, it? To define it? I think it's to
1: define it. I mean, I think she and I would agree. Define it as doing something scary. Like doing something even when it's still scary to you. Hmm. And like it's – it, which I think is really interesting because the word itself is fearless, which means like – without fear yeah but you I could guess. also
0: switch the words and it would be less fear less like fear. there's still fear but it's like being brave despite scary yeah. situations right right
1: yeah yes
0: in yeah. a storm in my best dress less fear doesn't quite <laughs> go not the, same. not the same but yeah so basically she's she's using fearless to describe the act of taking risks and going head first and and having some hesitation and fear but nonetheless like choosing to embrace that i think and not just i I mean it's impossible to just never have any fear that's a human nature that's how we evolved to be afraid of certain things and to survive right so yeah i just threw science in here but wow that was really deep yeah Okay, should we get to the bridge, Rach?
1: Yeah, wait—is this the bridge? Well you stood there with me in the doorway? Mm-hmm. That's
0: the bridge. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your um, thoughts here?
1: Well, so they're out of the car. He's got her. He's got her to the door. She, her, her hands are shaking. She's not usually this way. Which I think is...
0: This is what she says. Rachel isn't just saying, you know, this is not Mike Taylor. Taylor's, the line is, I'm not her. usually this way.
1: Yes, right. I'm not okay. usually this way. Not she. Yes,
0: I'm not usually this way. My hands shake, I'm not usually this way.
1: You pull me in. Now, he's pulling, not dragging oh, this time. Yeah,
0: she's a, she's a little is, bit more um, And consenting now.
1: Now I wonder if she did have pull instead of drag all along and she was like, you know what? I want to show the evolution. Yeah. Like mm. I just, I just came up with this. Gotta love it when I just come up with it. I mean, she
0: might a... have came up with that first, but.
1: Stop it. <laughs> no, it's but yeah, that's a
0: great, that's a great point.
1: Um, and I'm a little more brave. I'm a little, mm-hmm. I'm less fear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little more brave. Yeah, she's more I,
0: toaster. <laughs> brave <laughs> little toaster. Toaster. That's where I was going with that.
1: Cute. So I think this is interesting because she's admitting I, I mean, I think she is, that like the guy liking her is what makes her brave, right? Like he yeah. taking her, it's like giving her the confidence, like, oh, you like me. So now it's okay. Because I, I I, mean, I think we get this later on. Like, she wants to know that she's liked before she goes through with something. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: That's, like, important <laughs> to her. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't have yes. too
0: much depth to add to that. Deep
1: Thoughts by Sam. <laughs>
0: and then we get It's the fr- – and this is where this music kind of quiets and slows – it's yes this is our kiss. banjo twinkle this is the twinkle moment mm-hmm. it's the first kiss it's flawless really something <laughs> pause it's fearless why are you laughing I don't, the it is funny when that, you like break it down
1: really something like if, if somebody <laughs> That's like, really how was that how was that kiss it was <laughs> really, really something,
0: something. <laughs> And then maybe it's just like she doesn't have the words for it because it hasn't quite happened.
1: Yes. It's really something. It's really something. Yeah. It's, I don't know, fearless because I've never experienced it before, but I think that's what it is, and I'll let you know when I have that kiss.
0: Yes. In the next album. And then the line after that is, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Wait, who was Taylor's first kiss?
0: I wonder if it was um, Al from Al City.
1: <laughs> they never kissed.
0: I don't think they kissed. Al, um, no. What was who was our song about? It was probably like I, I mean I don't know. There's been no. I don't think a story that is that is like a, 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 where a guy has come forward and was like, oh yeah, I dated her in high school, and we kissed, and that was her first kiss. I don't think that story has ever come forward. Maybe it was Carly Kloss. Maybe she, I mean, her last kiss was Joe Jonas, but I don't know.
1: Her last kiss? Oh, okay. The song Last Kiss Uh uh is juxtaposed
0: uh uh with this line here, First Kiss.
1: Ooh, interesting note there. I don't
0: know if there's a connection. I I think it's just, you know, here she's singing about a first kiss, and that song she was singing about the last kiss. But it's really was something. Your,
1: okay. Was your first kiss flawless?
0: Oh, no. It was, <laughs> okay. uh, it was really something. Let me yeah. tell you.
1: <laughs> it was really something. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> uh,
0: it was filled with flies. But that's... Was
1: it in a doorway? Because mine was.
0: Ooh. Uh, mine was... It depends on what I consider. So I had a first kiss in kindergarten... Oh, you don't and, count that. Okay. So then my first, like, romantic kiss was in a movie theater. And I don't think I've ever told you this story, but this is this kind of involves you. Um oh. Do you remember... Maybe I have come clean about this. Do you remember when I turned 13, and so now I was able to go to a PG-13 movies, and you took me to a movie... Do you remember what we saw? This was the summer of two thousand and two. Um, the funny thing that you didn't know is that I had already gone to the movie theaters and saw this movie, and made out, had my first kiss in that movie theater. But mom and dad didn't know about that, so what? I didn't, I didn't tell you about this. And and you were like, Sam, let's go to a movie. Let's go see Mister Deeds. <laughs> Remember this? No. Okay, you took me to go see Mister Deeds, and I had to pretend that I had never seen it before. But it it's was like so funny. a week after I had actually gone. But the funny thing is, I didn't watch much of the movie when I went the first time. If you know what I mean. Yes,
1: yeah, so I do. No, that's enough of that.
0: I've, 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 I've always wanted to come clean about that with you.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: So that was my first case, and it was far from flawless. But it was, it was really something.
1: You were thirteen.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, how old were you? I was nineteen.
1: At
0: nineteen. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. There's there's no yeah. shame in in any. I of was
1: it. N- I was nineteen. Uh, I went to a day party with this guy. It was
0: a daytime kiss.
1: No, a, oh. date, a date party.
0: Dates party. Gotcha.
1: I mean, we went through the whole date party, we watched, we went over to his house and watched the U2 concert video. <laughs>
0: this is so I'm, 2000s. like waiting.
1: Like, it's <laughs> so 2002. 2002, 2000, yeah. 2019, you would have been 2001. 2001. Mm. Uh, yeah, 2001. Because I met Mike in 2000.
0: And so, was it flawless? Was it really something?
1: No, was it, it was not. It was never good. Yeah. it was never good, um, which just explains the relationship. But, uh, but it took all night. And then he like brought me to my dorm. I'm standing at the dorm. I'm like, you better like this is your last chance, Bub.
0: <laughs> His name was Bub.
1: His name was Bub. <laughs> We're gonna only go. That's why it didn't I work out? <laughs> any, I mean, I hope I don't have anybody who knows me from college. Mm. Anyway, Anyway. There we go. That was it. It was not flawless, but it was something.
0: Well, I love how Taylor fantasizes that this first kiss will be flawless.
1: Yeah. Hers probably was.
0: I don't know. She was awkward, just like the rest of us. I mean, maybe. Just because she could write a banging track doesn't mean she could kiss a banging lips.
1: That's (laughs) true. Okay. Okay. Okay, moving on. So there we are. I mean, we get back into the chorus.
0: Oh, I think the song is over after after we get the chorus. We get the chorus twice. I just want to mention we, that we, at the end. We do because that first time is like the following out the bridge. It's still kind of like I don't think the drum is really in, and then the last yeah. part of that chorus where she repeats yeah. it, it's just full on. Uh, great like beat, she's still, great instruments. Like
1: it's fearless and it's really sweet because she's like, "Oh, it was so." Fun so sweet and then he's like wait come back let's dance oh, in our dress
0: yeah. i don't know i'm making yeah.
1: that up but I-
0: well so was she Salt. this was all her imagination
1: exactly yeah exactly
0: oh what a fun Look what a great that. song that's
1: a great song
0: yeah yeah
1: you know sam there is something about the way this screen looks after we just podcast there's like a glow off the microphone.
0: What? That's my uh, button, my power button.
1: Oh, that was a power button. Okay. Also, I just wanted to ask you to tell me right here what song are we going to discuss on next week's podcast?
0: Well, I already dropped a little Easter egg on you, Rage. Oh,
1: dang! Which we we, we 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 mentioned lots of songs. Okay, so which one? <laughs> That's
0: true. We did. <laughs> Okay so I looked at the calendar and this song this the next episode for the song will be officially is it the first day of fall it's like it's like right when fall hits okay. so we need a fall era
1: We do we do And
0: if you know where I'm That's, going this with this
1: It's it's I do, I do, I do. Did you give me an Easter egg in a, the, the form of a TikTok?
0: No, uh, just literally like uh, ten minutes ago is when I when I said, uh, "Rachel, we're gonna do red." Red, I
1: red, knew it, I knew
0: it. Red, red,
1: red. This is so great. Red, you know, red, I am so ready for my red era. Like red is fall yep, all the way.
0: Yeah, it's still oh, like warmish, you know, but like. Red Like throwing leads 1989 us in. in the
1: middle of this is going to yeah. confuse my brain a little bit cuz 1989 is not fall. But yeah. that's okay.
0: No. No. We, we, can, again, we can be in all of the eras at once. It's fine.
1: We are in all of them at once.
0: Right. right. Red, eh,
1: eh, 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 this is going to be a great one. There's so many metaphors in that mm-hmm. song. Mhm. And And I'm red
0: before. makes a, a beautiful drink, the color red, so maybe oh, yeah. maybe we'll go literal. Maybe we, we have freedom to go super abstract um can't wait tune in next week to find out what our cocktails are going to be and to break it down with us swiggies
1: we're going from one title track to the next
0: oh we really are i didn't actually think about that i was more focusing on like the opening track um i thought about state of grace and i thought no i want to do red uh so yeah excited well swiggies (laughs) i know you're thinking i don't know how it gets better than this podcast episode But you should know we are also having fun in between podcasts over on social media. Be sure to follow along with our Swift and Swigs podcast on Instagram and TikTok. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please review us. You can write a review and we would love to read it on air. So uh, we'll definitely give you a shout out if you do that. And then subscribe, download all that good stuff on, on Spotify and everything else. And then I know I talk about this a lot, yet to happen, but we do want to compile everyone's Eras Tour experience. So if you have attended the Eras Tour, please leave us a voicemail. You can do that by following a link in our show notes. Or if you happen to have our Instagram. Or can you leave messages on a voice message on Instagram? I think you can. So
1: I don't know how you Save it. I don't know. But
0: uh, we just want to hear your beautiful voices, Swifties, because you're all beautiful people. You listen to us, and you're Swifties like the rest of us. Or your Sibbies, which apparently is the term that maybe you don't even like Taylor Swift. Maybe you don't like our podcast, but you love Rachel and Sam. So you're Sibby. I don't know. I
1: like that. I'll accept it.
0: That's all I got for you. I'll allow it. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Okay. Till next time, Sam. I think you... Are flawless and really something.
0: <laughs> really uh, something. Just
1: something. You're something.
0: Yeah. I'll take that as a win. Cheers. Cheers, Rach.